Well, again, you've given me some stuff to think about, but I will definitely have to think about this further before I totally am comfortable with that. But you said I could have at you at another time. Absolutely. And I I promise you I will. A couple more questions before uh, our hour runs out and uh, you have to go and I have to go. Um, One of the things that really disturbs me... um, is the hypocrisy uh, of religious people, Uh, people who live in such a way that it's really completely inconsistent with the standard not only do they profess uh, or at least the the faith they claim to follow. What about the certain televangelists uh, who will remain nameless, uh, who are bilking old ladies out of their life savings or priests molesting young boys? The, the, the hypocrisy is just sickening. How do you rec- uh, reconcile uh, Christianity uh, that is supposed to make people better, and yet there are all kinds of examples of people who aren't? Well, I have to say I absolutely share your revulsion at the hypocrisy of those who claim to be Christians while their lives are glaring contradictions to the teachings of Christ. And And I understand why it's such a turnoff to any honest seeker. But Larry, no matter how strongly you and I feel about hypocrisy, our hatred of it doesn't hold a candle to the position that Jesus took against hypocrisy. Hmm. Over and over again, he blasted the hypocrites of his day, and he called them a bunch of snakes. In another place, he said they were like whitewashed graves, painted pretty and nice on the outside, but full of the stench of decaying flesh on the inside. They kept up an external front of being good people, but Jesus pointed out how right beneath the surface they were just as full of greed and bitterness and selfishness and lust as as the next person. Now, of course, Jesus' willingness to publicly criticize the religious hypocrites was part of the reason they wanted to kill him. Uh, It was the religious leaders that did kill him? Yeah. There's no question that Jesus about Jesus' opposition to and his hatred of hypocrisy, which, uh, frankly, a lot of people don't know. Hmm. But once we realize how he felt about hypocrisy, the question that comes up is this. Why let something that we and Jesus agree on come between him and us? In other words, you and I are on the same side of that issue as Jesus is. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I've never thought about it like that. Uh... I've always put Jesus and the religious folks on the same side of the debate and me on the other. Uh, i got to tell you, that sounds a little unfair. Uh, the more I think about it, the uh, more I realize um, that really isn't fair. But, all right, let's go back to history and, and all the religious wars fought under the banner of Christianity. Well, the fact that people did things in Jesus' name doesn't mean they did it with his approval. Okay. Uh, People have done things throughout history in Jesus' name that are the polar opposite of what he taught and the way he lived his life. When he was being arrested, he told his disciple, Peter, to put away his sword. According to eyewitnesses, while Jesus was being mocked and cruelly tortured to death, here was his prayer. He said, Father, forgive them, but they don't know what they're doing. Jesus told his disciples to love their enemies, not to hate or to kill them. Larry, if I stole a pack of your business cards and 
went on a spree of robberies and beatings. And in every instance, I told him it was you and left one of your cards at each crime scene, and you were accused of something you didn't do. How would you feel? Violated, I guess. Well, is it really fair for us to blame Jesus for the acts of those who use his name but violate every principle he stood for? Yeah, but if that's the case, why aren't more Christians living up to the teachings of Christ and supposedly the example that he set? Well, nobody said Christians were perfect, just forgiven. Yeah, but isn't that a cop-out? Well, it could be, but it's not for a sincere Christian. It seems to me that hypocrisy is not so much a, a failure to meet a standard, but rather hypocrisy is pretending to live a life you know you're not living. Now, by definition, a, a sincere, a real Christian, he has to start out by admitting the truth about how impossibly far he or she falls short of what they should be, by admitting that they desperately need forgiveness. And ironically, that, that's when real change begins. Now, because of the forgiveness that Christ offers, I have the freedom to not only admit the truth about my failures, but to aim for the very highest of moral and ethical standards. And that produces wonderful progress, not hypocrisy. I really relate to the, the words of an old Christian country farmer who said, uh, I ain't what I should be and, and ain't what I could be, but thank God I ain't what I used to be. <laughs> uh, all right, I admit the possibility that though some Christians are certainly hypocrites, uh, at some point they're violating Jesus' teachings and his example. So he and I might be on the same side on this one. <laughs> well, I couldn't agree more, Larry. Hypocrisy is everywhere, in every religion, in politics, in business, and at home. Jesus' message isn't the problem there. Actually, it's the cure. <laughs>